0: Thank you, John, for the time and invitation. Hello. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Um, serving the Lord on Sunday is, is my joy. And I've been hearing about NSEA for a long, long time. And I would always wanted to come and see. But uh, I think this is the right time. I had a friend, your brother, I think, uh, Daniel. He he used to talk about it, um, and um, very nice. Nice to be in the presence of God, uh, especially on the Lord's Day. Nice to see our friends from Waiwam. Uh, I never know all these guys come here. <laughs> We're all over every church, <laughs> so uh, I I keep turning this side. So let me. <laughs> Is that okay. All right. Um, I'm aware that um, there's always uh, time limitations that we we should go on. <laughs> Preachers can be talking too much, so I'm sure I'm not that kind of. A little bit about myself. Um, um, my name is Benji Prasad Kara. Uh, I come from A large country called India. (laughs) a place called Hyderabad, if you ever heard about. It's a very big city. And uh, I was an ordained minister back at home. Uh, Church planting, ministering, training young people to become missionaries and pastors. Uh, But uh, our work was more into the Villages Where nobody can go and reach uh, So we used to get into the villages Because we were accepted uh, We go in and stay there overnight or weekends or weeks, months And establish a church and, and put up somebody who is uh, local and come back That was uh, my ministry As we were praying, all of a sudden um, the Lord turned our direction to England. We were praying and, and we were doing, we were very busy in the ministry. Suddenly, you know, you, you, you hear God telling, you know, you got to leave everything here. And that was very comfort zone for me. Very nice, well established, you know, relaxed, sleep, <laughs> although hardworking. But God says, get out of this place, get out of the comfort zone, go somewhere, where shall I go, Lord? You know, we prayed, me and my wife, uh, uh, prayed and, uh, God was quite, quite silent for a long, long time. And then suddenly he appears and says, um, UK, England. And we were like, what, what are we talking about? No, this is where we have to be. And, um, we kept praying. All of a sudden God, um, started to speak. There's a big need even in here that, uh, the church needs revival. Church needs stirred up. Church need to focus on God back again. It needs to go back to the basics. So we didn't know anything about England church history by that time. But we prayed and prayed and the Lord um, led us here uh, in an amazing way. At present, uh, we are with uh, Youth With A Mission. As you know, so many people come here. Uh, It's a missionary organization where lots of missionaries serve in different different sectors i did my school of biblical studies with youth with the mission last year and now i am on staff uh, working online sbs So some people who can't come over here but want to learn god's word they can learn on the website so we help them we talk them on the skype we 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 help them how to read the bible how to understand what the background and maybe somebody in africa who has got mobile and internet they can Spend time with God and they can become pastor or minister. Amazing, isn't it? Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to talk about, um, if you want to put up, yeah, it's already there. Um, The shield of faith. We're going to read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. I'll read it for you. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one flaming arrows of the evil one. I'm sure you've been talking about the armor of God for many weeks. So we've come up to the pla- place where we've got to talk about shield of faith today. I'm just uh, uh, going to talk about a little bit about what is all about the shield of faith. Shield of faith, Paul, in the time when Paul wrote this letter... Everybody in that place know about this Roman idea. Roman soldiers—they they always, when they come out of their home, they might see Roman soldiers walking by or by horses, very very strong, holding all sort of shields on on their head, hands, uh, uh, and on their uh, in their in their hand. So people are aware. Paul was using that. Cultural aspect to explain the spiritual life for these um, Christians, newly Christians, fairly uh, who got to know Jesus Christ, and trying to find out which way to go. They probably were fiddling around, struggling with lots of issues, lots of troubles. And Paul was telling, you know, can you remember these soldiers, Roman soldiers, how they win? If you ever, if you ever um, search on the internet about Roman soldiers, it's amazing how they do the battles. They are very t- tactically and they, 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 they win the battle because they, they're well trained. So Paul was telling particular thing about shield that um, people use uh, uh, here. I'm gonna go for next slide. This is the shield that um, we, we actually know about. But in 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 those days, there were two types of shields. If you read the history, one is something like this, who who can ha- hold in their hand, and they can move around. They are quite heavy, but um, they can still move around. There is another type of shield which is very heavy. The similar thing, it could be more squary type of thing, and what they do is they they use that one. Um, uh, to pitch on, on on the ground, so they don't have to move around when they are when they are steady, sitting on the ground, looking for the enemy to come out, and then they would have their spear uh, ready, and they would be hiding behind that um, shield. That's how they used to. So two types of shields um, that were used in those days. One, the both both were defensive shields. So, they... it's not about attacking. When somebody is attacking them, they got to find themselves safe. That's what uh, this thing is uh, used for. So, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's very little pictures. These are the shields that they they use. The shields that they, they use is... It, the shield unites all the group people. It unites them. Because if they are not together... Sometimes they could be attacked from different other angles. So what they do, they all line up and stand. Somebody sits and somebody stands. They all hide behind it. And if they want to move, they move all together. And they move right or left or back. Uh, they they look, look around. So that's how they use the shields. So Paul was trying to use the same type of shield today, even for the spiritual realm. It keeps them very strong and together all the time. When they are together, no enemy can attack. The either side, shield helps them to help each other. If somebody has got attacked inside, and they can just go onto the ground, and the right side person, left side person just come together, protect the person. And the guy who was already uh, on the floor would be dragged to some other places. This is how the shield were used. Now, what this shield would do actually is this shield would protect all other uh, armor the armor on the head, armor on the on the hands or shoulders. you know everything is hidden behind it so so the importance of this shield is very much. The front line, when they, are, when they are on the front line, shield is the one that protects. It's, it covers overall, in front of all, above all, everything. So, Paul was telling shield is very, very important at this particular front, front line. He is also talking about, what was he talking about? Fiery darts. We read in a different ver- ver- version. Uh, it says, what is it says? Flaming arrows. Have you ever seen the flaming arrows? Shields, fire darts, these are the flaming arrows. In the old days, olden days, they used the used arrows that has got fire. So the idea is that the arrow would go and burn the other battalion, other people or, or their property. Uh, they could put anything there so what the shield does is it even quenches the fire probably they had the, the water in on it or whatever it is they they have the ready the shield ready even the fire cannot do anything for this uh, for this army so what are we talking today It's talking today there are there are arrows that is coming out from devil why do we talk about shield and arrows today paul was mentioning you know we have enemy so many people do not believe that we also have enemy some one guy said it depends who do you think enemy is you know enemy is enemy enemy <laughs> bible says our enemy is satan bible says our enemy is evil some people think well, wait, i can't say enemy can you see virus in your in your laptop? I mean, your laptop is clean and how can the virus get in? We have no idea. If you lock this building for a month, you come in, you see everywhere spider webs. I closed every window. Where did this come from? You see everything getting dirty, smelly. Now, where did this come from? It is already there. We don't just recognize it, isn't it? The enemy is there out on this world. And we have to recognize, especially, it start working against Christians because that is our enemy. And Jesus said, "If you believe in me, you know, if you follow me, you know, you, you you will not be you will not be liked by all other people because they they didn't like me. The people didn't like me. So if you follow me, people don't like you. So the enemy always doesn't like like us. So enemy has plans." And we probably, I would think even the devil, they, they, might, they might have a meeting like this. They, I, heard, I heard a story somebody is telling. There was a meeting when all the, the, the demons sitting there and talking, hey, how can we destroy Christians? They're, they're reading Bible, they're, they're doing all, all sort of stuff that people are getting saved, people are getting baptized, how can you do uh who would be the successful if you were the successful demon we're going to reward you the main demon you know? and everybody says i'm going to put uh, uh the sickness in someone's uh, in life some people say i'm going to do the, the big disaster in their home before they get to home i'm i'm going to do today the disaster in their kitchen when they cook you know the all the all the food be so Bad to taste, no. So they get upset, you know. One clever demon says, you know, simply I would say, you know, I would go and make people sleep in the church so they don't listen. They don't <laughs> listen whatever the preacher is preaching. They don't once they don't listen, nothing happens. They come back, ah, oh, they will, they will do. They eat food and they sleep again. Now they, they will have all kinds of tactics to, to, to catch the believers. So that you would walk in different way. We got to be aware that Satan is always there. So, what Paul was telling, you got to be ready to fight in your life. Ready to fight. How can we fight? You might think, I'm not ready. like I'm not like a soldier, a Roman soldier who is holding all these things. Paul says simply, the, the shield is simply faith. If you have faith in God, that will do it for you. I will do it for you. If you keep reading the Bible again and again, uh, Bible, so many verses in in the Old Testament says God is our faith. Uh, Psalmist talks about God Himself is our faith. When you have faith, God is our shield. Sorry, God is the shield. When you have faith on God, He will protect you from all all kinds of um, uh, satanic tactics. Now, who we talking about? What are those tactics? What are those tactics that Satan would put? I found a picture that, that explains a little bit more. This guy is standing there, reading, reading the Bible. That, that's where we got to be. That's where we gotta be. If you got to be. If you have somebody who's got lots of things coming on you, you must have the Bible on, on, within you. There's only way to attack Satan is the Word of God. Even when Jesus was... Tempted by, by Satan, he, he used God's word. He said, it is written, devil says, it is written. Jesus says, it is also written that you should not tempt the Son of God. Get away, get away from him. You know, always we have to be careful how to deal with evil thoughts or lies or, or whatever comes on. Bible says, you resist the devil and he will flee. What happens is, many people, they don't resist, they don't shout at devil... You know, we are very gentle, we're very polite. The devil, it's okay, it's okay, yeah. If you have done something wrong, it's okay, it happens, it happens. It's terrible sin, according to the Bible, and you got to be rebuked, and people say, okay, put on the whole shoulder, hand on the shoulder, it's okay, God will forgive. God is always forgiving God, at the same time, you're allowing the Satan to scrape into your life, That's where the problem comes. We gotta be very strong when it comes to evil. What are the weapons that Satan uses? Lies, unbelief, anger, relationship issues, evil desires, you know, lust of flesh, lust of eyes, pride of life. You probably heard these three lust of flesh, lust of eyes, pride of life. No. These things always around the human life. Many people say, uh, you know, pastor, uh, our brother, we, we are not doing very well. Our family life is not doing well. Not doing very well. You know, she doesn't understand me. I don't, I don't like the way she behaves. You know, I would always think when my wife and I, we, we, we get um, cross with each other. The first thing I realize is it's not she doing. It's not I doing. It's Satan doing. Somebody came in between us. What shall I do? There is no reason to, to shout at that particular time, to get so angry at that time. What shall we do? In your heart, in my heart, I would say, you Satan, you've come up. I've really realized you come up. Get out of this house now. Now get out. I would be walking around, talking, talking to, talking to my wife. I would say, Satan, get out. You know what happens after 10 minutes? Everything is calm. Everything is nice. And we're happy, happy days again. You know, Satan makes our our life really, really miserable life. That's where you gotta understand. Lies about you. you now Satan talks about you are good for nothing. You're not eligible. Have you ever heard about that word? You know, I heard a lot of times. People behave as though I'm not eligible. People behave as though I am not worthy at all. You know, nobody likes you. This is other things Satan brings. You feel like you know, and I said to hello to them. You know, she rushed off. I, I think she doesn't like me. Or he doesn't like me. What's wrong with me? Well, let me go and look at the mirror. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. No, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm not smelly. <laughs> you know, have you ever thought about it? Why people don't say hello to you when they say hello to everybody else? You thought, I'm left alone. Nobody cares. You know, it doesn't matter who cares or who, who doesn't care. What, what matters is Jesus cares about you. Hallelujah. Jesus cares about you. Jesus loves you. Jesus says, you know, you're my precious child. Come to me. I will, I will restore you. Don't look at a, look at people. No. They probably are discouraged. They're going through different situations. It's not that they don't like you. They, they are, they have their own issues. They have their, their own troubles. So you gotta work it out. You have, No future, that's what Satan says. You have no future. How many times you think, well, I've done and tried everything. I don't think it's going to work. You have no future. I don't think I'm going to be healed. These are the lies uh, the, the Satan brings. And Satan says, you are not going to get out of your financial problems. This is always on me. I always go through financial issues. And Satan says, you're not going to get over it. And I say, I am. I am. Get away from me. <laughs> you know, this is what happens. Debts or monthly payments, bills uh, or you work hard. But you still think, I still need more money. Where is it going to come? I'm not going to get any more. And Satan says, no, you're going to be grounded. It seems always troubling me. I think I got something wrong with my life. That's what people think. Have you ever come across that kind of spirit? You think, well, I'm good for nothing. You know, always I, always, why do I always this have these troubles? Why do I always have this unsuccessful life? I had, I thought about it a month ago. I, 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 thought I was not a successful fellow. So I, I, I cried out to God. God, I always see my life as not successful. What? Tell me. God led me to a a chapter in the Bible, Psalms uh, Psalms number one. It says, whatever he does would be success. If you go back, if you want to know the success, go and read it. Whatever he does. Who? The one who meditates the word of God day and night. Whatever he does is success. Then I said, I'm going to meditate the God's word every day. Morning and night. How many Christians don't really read Bible every day? Lots of people don't read. Even I had those days that I don't read. I don't even bother about reading. I don't even touch the Bible. No, but still we're Christian. We're preachers and sometimes elders, brothers and sisters. But God said, if you want to be a successful man, you have to read Bible morning and evening. You have to pray. You have to have fellowship with me. Now, we we think we've, we've gone to fellowship today that's it, I I have relationship with God. You're sitting there, you're listening to me, you're listening to God's word, but it's not called fellowship with God. The fellowship with God is you directly talking to God, whether it is in worship or sitting there in your home, anywhere, if you talk to God all the time, that's where Jesus loves it. And he says, come on, you got in the right track. What do you want? You want to be successful, you want to do something. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to walk with you. This is what I love. What Paul is suggesting us today is this have faith. He's telling, have faith. You know, you need to have faith. I found out this picture. Don't know if you ever if you if you can see it clear. Faith. When there seems everything dry. Everything dry. If you have faith in God, not just believe like any other people in the world, if you really believe in God, you know God is bigger. God is bigger. Problem today is, we don't understand how big God is, how great God is, how powerful God is. God can do anything and everything for you. But we see only the dry ground. There is no water. Nothing, how can I cultivate, how can I see the greenery, where can I get the water from? This is what Bible says, if you have faith, you don't see the dry ground, you see the green, life, life in you, you see the future, you see bright future, faith, what is faith? Faith is the substance of the things hoped for, you hope for something, best one, you hope for a good thing, that's what it is all about, faith, believe it and evidence of things not seen. It's not seen. I always love this scripture. It is not there. I didn't see the nice chairs here, but you imagine, and next Sunday or other Sunday, there's going to be nice, beautiful chairs going to be here. That's the faith. You had that faith, and you prayed for it, and gave to the Lord, and that's going to happen. Your faith, you know, anything in your life, You go through troubles, concentrate on God. You know, what happens? You will see what you hoped for. Don't believe what the world would say to you. Abraham believed God and he walked. When God says, get out of here, he said, he walked with all his family, friends, everything. He just moved, he left everything. How can I leave? How can I leave? Now, get out. People would be asking, where are you going, Abraham? Abraham. No idea. Have you ever seen somebody on the train, if you ask them, where are you going? I have no idea. That was Abraham. That was Abraham. I heard some testimonies, some missionaries got onto the train and telling, Lord, I don't know, you direct me where I should go. And they did go, No, they they did go, and God did show them something where they established great things. That's what it is all about, faith. Hold on to it. And pray, pray, Lord, I want it, I want it, I want it. When I said to people in India, actually, the Lord called me, I'm I'm going to India, I'm going to England. And people laughed at me, people laughed at me. They they say, you're building the big building in the air. You know, that's the proverb we use. You can't build a building on the air, Benji, no, no, stop it. Your situation doesn't talk about. You talk something that is undoable. And I say, my God is not that natural things that we think about. He is supernatural. We can do supernatural things with Him. When I, when I needed money, friends always said, "No, let's see how this guy is going to get over it. They washed over me. They washed me. and At the end, when God provided, when we were coming here, we needed a quite big amount of money for our visas or... Our or the living expenses for last year. You know, we we shared the prayer request. Everybody's, you know, prayed with doubt. We're the only people prayed without doubt. They they said they said, this guy will come back and tell us, I'm sorry, we're not going you know, at the end we prayed, we trusted in Lord and we get we we were thinking, we're going to write newsletters and emails and the people and maybe people would help us. Now, if we if fifty people helps us, you no, know, that would do it. <laughs> the, that's that's our 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 strategy, our psychology. You now, fifty people, we send fifty people all the emails and newsletters. You know? No, none of them replies. And one reply again. Why? Why do you all do this one? No. The question, doubts. You know, they put doubts in my heart again. Oh, forget about this email also. You now, what about fifty people? Nobody responds. But God responds. One person writes to me, and I, I heard about you, that you want to do something, Bible study. No, uh, okay. Is that okay if I help you? Is that okay if I help you? Uh, I said, did you see the figure that I wanted? It was 16,000 pounds. It's not 1,600. Yeah, that's okay, fine. <laughs> Simple. He wrote back to me. One person, wow! What a God we have! We thought about 15 people giving to me, but one person just donating 16,000 pounds. What a crazy God we have! You know, God is really great. Hallelujah! I got excited about it. You know, you have the same God. You have the same God. You know, the guy helped not because he had money. He helped because he obeyed God. He listened to God. We all listen to God. But we don't obey God. That's the thing. That's the problem. If God says, go to that particular place, you know, you go and do it. Doesn't matter what am I doing, why am I going there. Just go there. Go there. Just listen to God. In India, one time I was walking on the street and God said to me, go to the sweet shop. No, I don't eat sweets. Now, why, do, why would I go to sweet shop? So, I, I said, are you sure this is devil or God? And God said, I am the one, go. And I went to the, the sweet shop and I didn't want to buy anything. So, I put my hand in my pocket and I was fiddling around and, and there were some people buying old sweets and everybody gone, the guy was waiting for me. What do, you, what do you want, sir? What do you want, sir? So, I was looking for some coin so I can buy something. No, but in my, in my pocket, there was a book uh, that tells about heart of human, um, explains and it leads to Jesus. No, I, I found that one. So, actually, I came to give this one to you. So, so, Oh, thank you very much. And he said, why don't you have a seat? So I sat there and he, he, he t- kept talking to me. And he said, uh, let me close this one. So he, he put the note, no, it's shop closed. And he wanted to talk about Jesus. He said, "I keep hearing about Jesus. I don't find anybody who would actually actually explain this Jesus about. You know, can you explain a little bit about it?" And I share there for about an hour. He, he gets excited. You know, I like this Jesus. Can you come to my home? It's only walkable distance. You no, know, I want you to come to my home and share this one to my my daddy and mummy and my friends. So I want you to pray for me. And then I walk towards the house. And they're all, they're not Christians, all idols and worship and lots of things. And they all said, he said, mommy, I brought one guy. He, he talks about Jesus. He don't know who to call. So he talks about Jesus. He's going to tell you, you sit. <laughs> Do you know, if you go and tell people, I'm going to share about Jesus Christ. And they'll say, get out But their own son says, you sit, he's going to talk. What an arrangement God does. And I share the gospel. And everybody believed. And everybody were tired in tears. And they accepted Jesus Christ. And and they become the part of the church. What an amazing God. When you obey God's command. God's command. You have faith. Faith is the most important thing we have. Somebody... um, there was a story when this guy, when there was a big flood. You don't see floods in this country. Some places you just have to climb the trees. Now, this guy climbed the tree and, um, and he was holding on. And it was night, there was a big flood. And he was praying, Lord, why don't you save me from this situation? The full water, I can't go. I don't know how much deep the water is. No, I, I, I can't swim. Middle of the night I can't see the dark, and he he said, and God says you you are sitting on a branch what what the branch breaks down <laughs> No, I don't know, I want you to save me. you know I've been giving you tithe, I've been going to the church. What are you doing, God? I don't see your power. and God says, Let it go, just just jump let it go i will I will catch you. what it's in the night, I don't know what's down there, whether it is. Whether it is, um, thorns or bushes, or what, what's there, And the Lord said, "Let it go, just believe me, trust me, trust me, just, just go down, live." but he, he holds on to that that um, branch of the tree, and the whole night he fiddles around and he would, uh, he, he would and then early morning when the light comes on, he looks down with fear and trembling how much deep it was, how many water. And he looks down, there was no water, it's only one feet up there. One feet up. He was there standing, and it's only one feet. And he was telling, all right, I was standing just one feet up there. And I didn't listen to God when God says, just leave it. You know, That's why it is all about faith. When sometimes we think it's mountain. We think it's something, something nonsense going on. But, you know, God says, come on, come on. Trust me, trust me. In our church in India, one girl was struggling to get married. And everybody said to her, you're not going to get married because nobody is going to marry you. So she, she came to us and said, well, my life is ruined. Nobody is allowing me to get married, Anybody. So we said, why is that one? Why? Because, because I'm not beautiful. I'm not nice. I don't have money. I don't have dowry. You know, my background is very poor. You know, we said, it doesn't matter. You know, God is with you. Who said that one? The whole village says this one. Come and have faith. You know, she prayed with us. She prayed with us. Somebody cheated uh, her uh, in the previous one uh, time. So everybody pictured and painted a bad picture on her. Although she's a nice, good person. We said, believe in God. Trust in God. What happened, you know? The best guy came to that village and he was looking for somebody. Somebody who goes to church. Somebody who believes God. Somebody who is faithful. And he was looking for... And they inquire about this lady, uh, this girl. Where is she? She's she's in the church. She's, she's working in pastor's house, and she's maybe she you would find there. So everybody knows that she would be there. And this guy says, "I want that kind that, that type of girl." And he's, he's the guy? Everybody wanted to marry him. The pastor guy comes. Everybody is shocked. And how can this happen? You know, this happens because God is there. God is there. This is what happens. In the finishing, I would want to ask you, where are you trusting? Who are you trusting? I was, I was going to uh, finish off with the picture of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. When they were put to test, they did not doubt. They did not waver. They said, our God can save us from anything, fire, even if he doesn't save. It's not that he cannot. If he thinks, okay, you fire, you die, we're okay. What a faith they have. What a trust in God. As Christians, do we have that trust. The last thing is, if you, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You want your life? all our life to be on the right track, we need God. And if you want to please God, if you want God's blessings, we need faith, the shield of faith, every time. Shall we close our eyes? Father, thank you for the blessing of today that we're able to come together as your children, and to worship you, and to learn from your word. Lord, help us, Lord, to rethink and get back to the basics, get back to the life of faith again. Bless us, Lord. Give us good understanding of how to fight against the evil thoughts, evil arrows, the satanic lies that are coming against us. In the name of Jesus, we come against all those satanic schemes. We stand with Jesus. We stand with the power of God that would enable us to fight and live a free life, Lord, with Jesus. Bless the church, Lord. Bless the leadership. In Jesus' name I pray.